Welcome to This Is Only Your Life. That's sarcastic, meaning it's only your life, no big deal. Overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with Janice Corsano and Christine Alexander. Because she's usually here with me. And sometimes we have special guests too. In this episode, amount of signs and, and that feeling of that we still talk like she hears you like how would she give you a sign if she didn't hear you to, to give you a sign like you're asking Ab- for them absolutely you know it's kind of interesting that the sign that you got was actually from her it said nicole right it was <laughs> actually it was actually an email it was actually tell the story an email it was, it was, it was it's, it's very strange because she had not used the name nicole for years So on this week's podcast, I have a special guest, my sister Holly, who is the mom of my niece, Nicole, that passed away. Um, And her and I were talking about grief and all the things that that we've been going through and experiencing. And I thought it would be great if she could share the things that she's been going through, because there's so many people that are going through so much and, and losing someone that you love that is so close to you is so difficult. And we know there's so much of... I'm going to say loss in all different ways, but this would be one of the the most losses in our spiritual lives that we have the hardest time trying to deal with or trying to figure out or, you know, we ask the why and, you know, how could this happen? And, you know, she was a young girl and um, she just turned 22. So you think, what the hell? What the fuck? Like, and it was, you know, a bizarre, bizarre thing that happened. So in the, you know, shock, the, the trauma, the fear, all of it, you know, it hits home in every single way, and, you know, it's something that, that my sister and I know a lot about, as because we've yeah. experienced so much trauma in our life, which is sad, mm-hmm. um, but as, as, um, as I, I say a maybe lot. Maybe that makes us stronger in the end. Yeah, I think it's a lot in that being, you know, the teacher and stuff that I do, that those are, I always thought of it as, you know, they put me through a lot of things so that I could understand when I meet with people that I can understand what they've been through and Absolutely. I could feel, because I feel so much of everyone's pain that I understood what I was feeling and then I understood, you know, like ways to help them. I instantly felt like you understood that there was no expectation of what should happen or when it should happen. Where a lot of people, you know, they, they don't know what to say so they don't say anything. Right. And that makes it hard too because you want people around you to help you but yet they don't know what to say so I just would start saying to him, there's really no words. Right, there's no words. And I would say that to him all the time. Like when people would come up to us and and we know people try to avoid you, they look right at you and they'll try to avoid Definitely. you because they don't know what to say. And, and a lot of people will take that wrong. And I'll give you an example of that really quickly. Um, a mom who lives in the town that I live in, who her daughter went to school with Nicole, she was walking into a place when I was walking out of a place and she said, oh, hi. And she just kept walking. And then I went outside, and she all of a sudden is behind me and scared me. She said, I had to come back and say how sorry I am about your daughter. And I know she wanted to say it at that moment, but didn't know if she had the words together. Right. So it was like she had to put them together before she could say it. And that, like, in the time that you told me, like, somebody saw you from a distance, 
and recognized you and didn't even say Absolutely. anything. Turned in the other direction. Turned in the other direction. And that's those are all common things because not only does it, it, it's a weird feeling, but people don't know what to say. There is no words, and we know that. No. And we're not expecting words. And like I say to people all the time, and like I said it to you, um, you know that. Thank God you know that because otherwise you would take that and think that people don't care. I or do. That I do know that. And I, fe I feel their pain. It's almost like I feel it. I'm like understanding it so well because of my pain. Mm -hmm. And I can see on their face. I can almost see what their face is saying. And I could tell you something. The, the, the horrific thing about this um, on top of it is that everyone, they put themselves in that place and they can't even imagine yeah. what that's like and they don't even want to. So since they can't imagine it, they don't want to, it's like they don't want to touch it. Like and that's some sometimes that's what people say. I can't even imagine. I don't want to imagine. I can't. I can't even put myself there. Right, because I couldn't. Fu I couldn't function. I couldn't live. I don't know how you're moving. Exactly. And you know, for the first weeks, probably the first eight or nine weeks, I don't really know if I was moving. I don't really remember much of what went on. Um, well, I thought you you were moving as the best you can. And that's just it. I, that's what I got out of it. There is no a set time limit or anything like that as to what it should be because it's never going to go away. I know that. It's going to, it's changed our lives forever. And that's the thing that you're, you know, like to me that, that I know and I've always known, like, you know, we've lost, and I, you know, have talked about in the podcast before, you know, our sister aunt, I call her. Yes, Robin. Yeah, I call her our sister aunt because she was more like our sister than her aunt. She was. She was in between us and age-wise. And that and was tragic, had, too, in and the same was, way. Right, it was the same. Suddenly. And suddenly and same, you know, tragedy. And then losing our mom, yeah. you know, and her and little. And that was slow and painful. Right, and her little ass, although that was, but that was also very quick in the idea that mom wasn't sick. Mom right, was it was slow young. and painful in the sense that she was in the hospital suffering but it was sudden when it happened and shouldn't have been, like we all thought it shouldn't have happened because she was perfectly fine one day and then the next day she wasn't. Right. It wasn't like she got cancer or something like that. She had some weird, bizarre exactly. thing happen and then and then the doctors told her she was going to be fine. Exactly. And she was going to be the only person, the only other person that ever made it and then something happened and she was not. And that part, you know, with mom, mom would like pissed me off because I would feel her come out of her body and go into the hospital and have a whole conversation with them, like her. Right, Get right. your effing ass back in there. You ain't going nowhere. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> I used to say that to her when I would go in the room to visit. And I would say, you better not think you're leaving us because we are not ready for that. And, you know, we all had different relationships with her, but that didn't mean we loved her any differently or any less or more. No, and, and it's your mother. It don't matter. And that's what I mother. say to people. It don't matter. It's your mom. Yeah. Whether you have a bad relationship or a good relationship, it's your mother. Absolutely. And it, it, if something is happening with your mom, if there's things that you didn't get to say and stuff, then those are things that are going to haunt you. Instead of, you know, like, that's why I say, like, people say, like, I didn't get to say those things to the person I love. Absolutely. That's very hard to... Um, I think for me to deal with because I feel like everyone feels there's so much they would have said to her or wanted to say to her and in, uh, and in a lot of cases because of her illnesses that she had uh, her mental health issues and right. uh, her health issues from her mental health yeah uh, because of the of medications that they had given her 
for her mental health issues um, than they caused physical issues. Side effects. And mm -hmm. so many people are struggling with that uh, and they don't get the help they need. And that, to me, is very hard to take. But I find the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is I find that people are saying to me in many cases because they know what she's gone through for 10 years, 12 years of her life. Right. Oh, she's finally at peace. Right. And believing that that's going to help me, but that doesn't actually help me because I don't feel that she's at peace because I haven't come to terms with it all yet. Right. I'm working on the peace thing. I'm working on it. I'm trying to believe it. And I'm trying to look for the signs every day that you've tell, told me to look for. And I see them, you know, periodically. And the, the amazing part is that, and like I said to you many times, when we're in shock like that, and I'm, I'm lucky that I have and have, you know, it's not like you don't have the gift. You just didn't use it the same way or, you know, but you do and you feel other people's emotions. Yes. And so, um, you know, you're very empathic also. Um, but the thing, like I would say to you, number one, there is, you can talk to her. She's there, right there. She listens all the I time. I do talk to her. I and I know you do. I'm talking to her a lot. And I know you do. But I'm saying for the other people that think they didn't get to say those things. Absolutely. And, I, and I've told them that. And I've also told them circumstances where she's talked to me about them. Mm -hmm. And she was very kind. She, she believed everyone was good. And she was very kind. So uh, I don't think a lot of the people even realized how much she thought of them. Right. And how much they truly helped her at times. And other people who walked away from her, uh, how much it hurt her at times. Yeah, and it's a very it's it's such a you know, in life when things like that happen, meaning like you feel like you well, that's not gonna go away. You know, like that person's going to be there and that Absolutely. you can make that up or you and and we waste a lot of time and stuff and mental illness is very difficult and people don't understand it it's one of those things like when we talk about it um and since i deal with it a lot with clients and stuff it's it's not something that is easy for anyone to deal with it's so encompassing like i find for her she was a really tough case because she had the self-injurious behavior she had the depression she had the eating disorder and basically if you look at it all it basically says to you she didn't like herself. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people's grief comes from in life. And that's where, you know, our that self-loathing um, is the part that, you know, we work on all the time, that, that self-worth, that yes. self-esteem. Like, you know, accepting yourself the way that you are, regardless of how you come in here. And regardless of whatever anyone else says to you. Well, that's the part when you actually have it that it doesn't matter. So if someone says something to you with... But if you feel like you're, you're heavy, and you feel like you're ugly, and somebody says that to you, it hits just way more because it's proof that you're right. Absolutely, it's and confirming it's not true. your belief. Right, it's con it's it's always confirming your beliefs. And what we don't realize is that they're in our face, literally, so that we could see where we are on our test, on our journey. Mm -hmm. Are we have we overcome that yet? Like, did, so if someone says I'm you're fat, and you're feeling good about yourself then it doesn't bother you to the same degree. Right, and, you know, you would hope that, that that you would be able to say, well, that's your problem right. if you believe that because I know how I feel. And I feel good regardless. And, and you know, not everyone looks the same or is going to be the same. No. We all come in different. That's the point. And God didn't create us that way. So he obviously on purpose. didn't want us that way. Right, on purpose. And what's kind of what's kind of cool about it is that's why we're unique individuals. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know, and the things that we come here to work on and, and that we struggle with are those things, which are very common to everybody. Like, that that one is very common. The way that we look is so sad because it's so, you know, when we talk about how we feel each other, that one's so yes. big because that one, it doesn't matter if you're a twig because I work with people of all you sizes. Could, you could go, you could I've go never down liked the street myself. and have a conversation <laughs> with almost anyone and they'll be able to find something they don't like about themselves. Right, and I've never, like, um, in being the perfect size and being too thin and in, in putting on weight with the kids, you know, I have to say, like, and because I'm so empathic, that's a theme across the board. You it, feel it. You, you feel, feel everyone it. else's. You absolutely. feel everyone else's on top of whatever your own is. So that just makes it a hundred times more. And you're like, so when you look back, this is the best part. When you look back at pictures, you go, what the fuck was my, what was my, what was my problem back then? Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, even like with Nicole, she recently had looked back at her eighth grade pictures. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, why wasn't I happy that way? Right. What was wrong with me there? And, and that's what we and do. And I said to her, I tried to tell you that every day. If you could see what I see or see through my eyes, you'd you be wouldn't see, feel that way. Yeah, you'd see something totally different, but we don't. And that's the hard part. We right. try, like we, empathic meaning is that we can feel everyone's pain and, and, and joy or, you know, all kinds of emotions. Not just pain. We feel all different emotions. That's why it's nice to be around people who have Right, and it's like the time that people nicer. take trying to be perfect. Oh, there's no such thing. You know, there, first of all, there is no such thing. And second of all, and hello, I can tell you from fact, life is very short, and that's really not going to matter. No, most of the things that we're so worried about in the end don't matter whatsoever. And that's, the sad, and that's the sad part of what we worry that's about true. and think about all frigging day long or the, the amount that we, attention we put on something yeah. that is so minute in the big picture of, you know, our and life. And only, you know, I think it was a lesson I learned myself with my situation. And I kind of knew it from inside. I've always been um, very giving to other people. And I'll always try to help somebody if they look like they're upset or need to talk to someone. But... I think I, I tend to do that even more now because I'm looking through a different thought process I'm saying to myself in realizing how short it really is. Mm -hmm. Like, I really hope I can help this person to feel better because they may not have tomorrow. Right, and we don't, we don't know. And the thing is that, to me, I feel, Nicole, um, and I'm lucky that I'm able to hear her, and because of your shock and... Um, and not that I'm not in shock from this, but it's different in the fact that luckily I could still hear her stronger and yeah. she was very clear about the things that she said to me. Um, but as time goes on and you're able to hear her, just move, just move, move that so that it's not, yeah, just put it there. Um, her phone's buzzing and she's giving me, a, she's giving me a look like, what the, what the hell should I do with this? Um, usually we turn them off or we don't have them on, but it's okay. I just want to make sure that if if my daughter needs to reach me, she can. Um, Nicole and Cassie. <laughs> That's right, both daughters. Yeah, both, because <laughs> Nicole may start texting any minute, and then she'll really get a sign. Why not? She emailed me. Right. So, I mean... But that's what I mean, like, the amount of signs and, and that feeling of that we still talk. Like, she hears you. Like, how would she give you a sign if she didn't hear you to, to give you a sign? Like, you're asking Ab for them. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of interesting that the sign that you got was actually from her. It said, Nicole. Right. It was actually... <laughs> it was actually an email. It was Go ahead, actually tell the story, an email. It was, it was, it's, it was it's very strange because she had not used the name Nicole for years because she had changed her first name to Katie. 
So Although, which I never called her. Her aunt, <laughs> of course, would never call her that because she said, you're not Katie Lynn, you're Nicole. And her dad was the same way about it. But long story short, she had an email account previously with Nicole before she changed her name and hadn't used it in years. And all of a sudden, um, weeks after she passed away, I get this email in my spam, and I always check my spam folder, and it says it's from Nicole Constantino, and it says that she, um, hello there. Right. When you open it, it had like a link that, of course, I wasn't going to go on because it was probably spam. But the weird thing was that it was from it Nicole. was from her saying, saying hello, hello me. There. Right. And I think it said hello me. Right. And so the odds of that happening are slim. And the way and time, and you would never have saw no. it. And it being from Nicole, because Nicole wouldn't normally send herself a message. Absolutely. <laughs> it was just very strange. Like you know? it was, it came to me on my email. Had, which had nothing to do with her, her email, email, and it was nothing to do with her current email, email that she had been using. In years. So there was a lot of lot right. of There's back. a lot of things that would make no sense at all. How would and, it get to your email? And a friend of mine was texting me that night saying she had gotten a sign from Nicole, um, and it was a definite significant sign. It related to butterflies and coffee, which... Uh, those, believe Were it or not, the tattoo that my daughter had on her arm was a butterfly, butterfly. Mm -hmm. and coffee was her, her favorite thing. Her favorite thing, yes. So uh, she had gotten both of those signs, and she was telling me over text, and literally the next morning when I got that email from her, it was almost exactly the time that my friend texted me to say right, that, that she, she had, had gotten a right, sign. She had gotten a sign from her. And that's what's so amazing about if you're paying attention, like if you ask, and Nobody leaves like this, like I said, you know, on the last podcast and why we're, you know, talking about this is, you know, giving some people into insight into, you know, the way that we're feeling and the way that, that you're feeling. Yes. Um, to try to help people to understand it's, this is not, it's never going to, we're never going to be the same. No. I mean, you're, you're not. And that's part of the thing that, that if people think you are, no, and they I'm want you to be, it's not going to happen. I, re I really feel like it's it's a process. It's a process. And uh, I'll always be in grief for the rest of my life, you will but be I will deal with it in different ways. Right. You, it, it, it doesn't mean that you'll be in, in grief the same way from, from this point of view, because um, I'm just going by what you know I'm hearing, because I always channel. So it's not necessarily grief. It's it's a missing. It's a... Sadness. Right. There's There's a piece, but... As you get to know and you get to hear her more and you get to spend more time in that, as we as we evolve, and you get to spend more time in that place, you will get more signs from her and you feel her more and talk to her more. And then you'll get to understand it a little bit more. But from this place, it's, I hope very, so. diffi it's very difficult. No, like and I think, days when, I think when for, you know, the hardest thing for me is the not having her present. Yeah, not the having human her there. Side, our human side. Like I said it, I would say it all the time, and I'd say it on the podcast before. Like, just because I know what I know doesn't mean I want anyone out of their body. Exactly. I like you right where you are, um, and like your body and love you just because I like to be able to talk to you face to face, and I like the things that you are doing and being able to talk to you in this way and see you and stuff. Absolutely. Although, um, when somebody chooses to, and, and, and weird it feels like that as weird as the things were, that the setup was just so strange. Yes, and when you go back and look at it, you say to yourself, like, uh, uh, another thing that I found very strange was 
Um, she specifically gave me, and I know she didn't know she was going to die because now that we found out what happened, we know that. Right. Um, but she gave me like these gifts, um, like the week before, um, like really significant gifts, like a book that, you know, said I was her hero and it had all been filled out. And she gave me this other little plaque that we put in the car about loving me. It's okay. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. People understand. And I just wonder, was she trying to tell me that, you know, so I would, or give me that, so I would have it after she was gone? And she wouldn't have known that she was going to go consciously. You know, she wouldn't have known that she was bleeding consciously. But what's interesting, too, for me, she had texted me, um, a few days before that. And I hadn't heard from her like in a little while and we, we um because she was doing whatever she was doing and, and and she texted me and she's like, Auntie, what are you doing? And you know and so we got to say I love you, I miss yeah. you, when can we get together? You know, like we got to have a conversation. And the same thing happened with her grandmother, uh, my husband's mom. She No, she's with our she's with our mother, her grandmother she's with right now. Right. But this was her, the, the one day that's here on the planet. This was the day before, the day or two before, I couldn't take her to her therapy, so her grandmother took her, and she said the strangest thing was she started playing her all these songs, which of course to me that wouldn't seem strange because that's all she ever did was play music. Right. Uh, and then she was like holding her hand and she's saying, "Oh, this song I'm dedicating to Dad, and this one is for you." and you know, so it was kind of like she she gave her that memory as like a last memory. So when she hears those songs, she knows who they're for, and that Nicole's absolutely. Talking. And because Nicole talks to me, talks to me a lot through music. Music is was a big point for her. Music and coffee. If you could put those two things together, <laughs> well, you could. And then give her some writing thrown in, and a bunch of lipstick, and a bunch of lipstick. <laughs> absolutely, that you know, the amount of lipstick that that she has is is um, she has a whole store. Yes, I'm actually wearing one of them right now. It's pretty. I like the color. Thank it's you. It's very pretty. No one could see it, but it's like a pink. It's pink. It's in, in our in our usual, we like pink. Yes, yeah. I like the light colors like with the, the light, light hair. Yeah, because um, we happen to have light hair, so I like the pink. But I have a, I have, I do have a question for you. What? Um, I find that during the question, the uh, different steps of grief, mm-hmm. that now I'm coming through with anger. Anger sometimes is one I of the don't know how to deal with the anger. Like, I know that you have to forgive in your heart. I know. But it's very hard to forgive, and I have a lot of anger. And that's part of, that's part of a process, too. Like, it's okay to be angry, and that's actually an emotion that tries to keep us safe. Because anger the, is the top emotion of us being really hurt. Yeah. So when we go to anger, it's the one that tries to save us. It's the one that tries to... It, it's... The one that we could handle better, right? I don't. I don't stay there, but I do. I do go there. And no, it's easy to go there in this situation. It's it's very easy to go there. You know, and then I I get like, I start to say the why? Why did it have to be her? Like I don't understand how everything works out there. Why did it have to be her? And that's part of the things that we don't know. And that's where it would be nice if we had gotten a handbook that said, okay, this is what you're really doing here, and this is why you're doing it, and this is, but we didn't Absolutely. get any of those. And that's part of us having a really strong faith, belief, and trust in something higher and something yes. better. Yes. And that, that we don't do anything for no reason. No. Like, there is nothing that we, like, 
all the learning that we're here doing, everything that we do, there's a reason for. And, I, I, and that we I believe through, that too. Yeah, I've, that we I've go seen through. that too. Um, even, and making mistakes is part of it. You know, like there is, there's no handbook that says, okay, how do you not make a mistake? And people try so hard to not make them, but right. if you don't make any, you don't learn anything. It's the same thing as when you have your first child and you go, okay, what do I do now? You take right. this you baby gotta, home and it's like, one. where's the book that tells us how to do this? And I remember when I had Nicole, I had, I was like crazed with, okay, what if she doesn't get enough of her bottle? What if she doesn't this? What if she didn't sleep long enough? And of course she didn't do any of those things right. So, like, eventually you figured out, oh, well, she still survived. So, you know, it's okay. Like, you're, it's a right. learning lesson. It's a learning thing. And, that's, and, and, and then when you have your second one, they're totally different than the it's first one. Totally so then different. you're like, okay, so what they did with the first one certainly didn't do, it's not working with the second no, one. No, so exactly. Then you start to go, okay, kids are all different. It doesn't really matter what, what I'm thinking. I did this with this one. So that's going to, no, it don't. No, I think each child is so different yeah, that, they're you know, unique. you have to do it. You yeah, have you, you have to handle adapt it. to. You have to adapt to them. you have to start to, to learn yes. to how, how, what's the best way to talk to them. Because yeah. what you talk, to, how you talk to the, your first child is not the, that they responded to. Absolutely. It's not the same way. Night or how you talk day. to anybody. Like, it's really like how you talk to your husband or and how you talk to like your sister or brother the or The same thing of, is how they talk to me. Right. Like, Absolutely. each one would they have a different totally way different. of of getting their point across and you know it's it's amazing to me that it you know it's anger like each one is different when they were angry yes and the, the way that they'd say it or the stuff that they'd say absolutely it's, it's just funny because as you start to realize it's the same thing in the way I'm, that we work with everybody right i'm know? starting to think cassie maybe is a little bit like auntie jam with the swearing <laughs> and the, okay well uh, auntie swears for emphasis Oh, I think Cassie does too. You know, it's an emphasis on, and I don't tend to swear as a normal thing. And I say, it would, you know, that's why we, our podcast is explicit. It's under explicit. Um, because I tend to swear because um, it's an emphasis. Yes. But I don't, as a normal thing, I'm not swearing all day. It's not, I don't really No, I, swear. I actually don't see you that way yeah, I don't at all. I swear, I think but it's, it's just funny because I will swear like when there's an emphasis. When you or, need to yeah, let your point be known. Yeah, it's very interesting. But in, in you getting signs and the different things and the different, because it, it's a journey of steps, you know, and there isn't, and people think there is, and I've heard people say, well, it's been three months, Sh shouldn't I feel better? Right. I'm like, no. Like, it's not a, well, you even, may feel different. Even my husband, it's, it's 11 weeks, and he's like, okay, but we have to move forward, and we have to learn to live with this, and... I'm like, yes, we have to, but that doesn't mean I'm not done grieving. That oh, doesn't no. mean that I'm even close. Nope. And, you know, the funny thing is that he doesn't realize neither has he. Right, no. He's no. he's trying to put it all away because, you know, guys like are taught. Gotta, right, you got right. to not show emotion and you are not supposed to be weak. And Absolutely. You're supposed to be able to handle all this. Um, how do you handle, like, that's why when you have that faith, belief, and trust that there's something more, that you truly believe it. Yes. It helps so much in just you knowing that, okay, and it's being tested to the extreme max. I mean, well when that, you talk about the test of yes. what's being tested here, our faith, belief, and trust in, okay, everything that we know, do we believe in that there's a higher realm? Do we believe that, that yes. we live, you know, eternal beings? Um, all Every single thing that you could imagine and on our planet right now, they're all being tested for all of us in every, all ways. Every day, I think. And, you know, it, it's, it's weird because, like, even in that sense, 
the first weeks after Nicole passed, I still had my Christmas tree up because you know that's my thing. Yes. I don't take it down right away. Thank goodness it's and a fake one because otherwise it, was it would fake. be. <laughs> um, and there was this little ornament, uh, an angel that was on the tree. And uh, my husband and I were sitting in the fireplace just watching a show. And all of a sudden I saw the angel moving back and forth. And I showed it to him and I could see his reaction <laughs> because he's definitely one that we, we yes. have to say is not the believer. No. Okay. No. I'm always fighting him on the I am the believer and he's not. So I have one of those. So, which is very common, and I tell people the question all the time, like question, I'm, question. But when you see those things and there's no other explanation, okay, then maybe you might want to absolutely just so be I'm open. Like, just be open-minded. I'm like, do you see that? <laughs> and he's like, yes. He goes, oh, you probably hit it. I like. I'm like, I've been sitting at the fireplace <laughs> for five minutes. How did I hit it now? And it's the only thing moving. And it was moving faster instead of slower. And it's the only thing moving. Exactly. So I was so like, what so if he, you hit something? And I, wasn't it up higher? It was like, higher, you, and I watched. I watched him walk up to the tree and look at it, and I said, "That's Nicole." And he wouldn't. He wasn't willing to say it was, right. but he wasn't willing, willing to, to say, say it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> so I kept giving you know him that as an example, and then I finally got so frustrated that I said. I, I said out loud, Nicole, you need to knock him out, and then he's going to know it was you. <laughs> Maybe that's what some people need. Well, that's true. Like when we talk about like, um, but I could tell you, and people saying this, um, if the per I said if the person shows up in front of you, like literally, like slams their little butt down like right in front of you, go, hey, yeah, I'm right here, I'm fine. This, most people would probably have a heart attack and yes. drop down. The yes, spot. yes, <laughs> they'd be like, oh my. And they, they, they think they were seeing things. They think they lost their mind. They think like, so most people, that's one of the things why that doesn't happen is because most people, it would be very difficult for them to handle, handle that. that. Because a lot of people say, well. And, and to tell other people that this has occurred right, they're not and have them. them not think that they're totally wacky. Yeah, see, in, in this line of work, um, people think I'm totally wacky all the time, but I don't but think that's God, okay. <laughs> it's know. not it's not being wacky. It's seeing things differently and understanding things yeah. differently, and I'm lucky to have that. And on next week's episode, tell people all the time like we got to be careful because what happens is when we experience something to one extreme to that degree then we'll go way over on the other side because we don't want our kids to experience the, the scared, the pain, anything that we did.